This is the SF Productions Podcast Network. The Kinescope Initiative Episode 179 A sitcom review in chronological order. From the SFPP and Television Center, take it away, Mark. Thank you, announcer Bod, and welcome to the Kinescope Initiative, a sitcom review in chronological order. Let's continue with the sitcoms of 1991. Here I am. Here I am. Nurses premiered on NBC on September 14, 1991, at 9.30 p.m. A spinoff of Empty Nest, episode 154, which was itself a spinoff of The Golden Girls, episode 128. A group of nurses working at the same Miami hospital as Dr. Harry Weston formed the main cast of this series. Annie, Arnisha Walker, is hard-nosed. Sandy, Stephanie Hodge, is sarcastic. Julie, Mary Jo Kennan, is dim-witted, and Gina, Adam Maris, is Latina. There's a doctor, of course, Hank, Kip Gilman, an orderly, Paco, Carlos Lacamara, and a male nurse, Greg, Jeff Altman, who was written out after the first season. Fish's Florence Stanley, episode 84, also played a doctor in the first year. In the second season, David Rash was added as Jack, a white-collar criminal doing community service at the hospital, as well as Marcus Flanagan as a hunky orderly. He only lasted a year. In the third and final year, the show's emphasis shifted, as Lonnie Anderson was added to play the hospital administrator, with most of the storyline going to her. We covered Adam Maris on episode 135 for What a Country, Mary Jo Kennan on episode 164 for City, Kip Gilman on episode 85 for Loves Me, Loves Me Not, David Rash on episode 138 for Sledgehammer, and Lonnie Anderson on episode 91 for WKRP in Cincinnati. Arnisha Walker was attending New York's High School of the Performing Arts, a.k.a. Fame, when she got her first Broadway show, The Sign in Sidney Brewstein's Window. She went on to Raisin and stand by to the lead in the original run of The Wiz, along with a tour in Dreamgirls. She has the distinction of playing all three female leads in the show. Films followed The Best Little Whorehouse in Texas, Scenes from the Class Struggle in Beverly Hills, along with TV's Singer and Sons, Popular, and the 2017 Dynasty. Stephanie Hodge started as a stand-up, which led to the film Big Top Pee-wee, and TV roles on Sugar and Spice and My Talk Show, followed by Nurses. She went on to regular roles on Muddling Through and Unhappily Ever After, along with a lot of guest roles. Carlos Lacamara was born in Cuba, but moved to the U.S. due to the revolution. Films include Zapped, Summer School, Independence Day, Ten Things I Hate About You, 
with regular or recurring work on TV's Silk Stockings, The Brothers Garcia, Close to Home, Connect with English, Persons Unknown, Mighty Med, Heroes Reborn, Aquarius, and The Garcias. Jeff Altman is probably best known as a stand-up. He had multiple TV guest spots, and then came Pink Lady and Jeff. This was a bizarre variety show starring Altman and Pink Lady, a Japanese pop duo who did not speak English. They gave their lines phonetically. Needless to say, it didn't last long. He went on to runs on The Dukes of Hazard, The Real Ghostbusters doing voice work, Baywatch. Altman also became a semi-regular on Letterman's NBC show. Films include American Hot Wax, Highlander 2, and B-Movie voice work. Marcus Flanagan has had a long career in film, Biloxi Blues, Born on the Fourth of July, and TV, Melrose Place, Unfabulous, Rogues of L.A., which he also produced, The Morning Show, and Better Things, along with dozens of guest spots. Nurses ran for three seasons with a healthy dose of crossovers from Golden Girls and Empty Nest to bolster ratings. The third season focused on Lonnie Anderson's hospital administrator character and the difficulties of dealing with an HMO. The other focus was the antics of Jack and Paco. The nurses of the title were pushed to the background. The series is not available to stream, apart from a Spanish dub on a Roku channel. I did find it on YouTube, though. The opening theme is a ballad, with the characters popping out of an EKG reading. It's standard Susan Harris writing with lots of punchlines. There's also a Latinx stereotype, as well as a hypochondriac. It's the pilot, so there's a lot of setup. Lady love, smiled on me. I'm right on track in the driver's seat. And I'm riding high. I'm in the big time now. These are my people, yeah. This is my town. Man of the People premiered on NBC on September 15, 1991, at 8 p.m. Jim Rockford, a.k.a. James Garner, returns to TV as another lovable rogue named Jim, this time the widow of a California city councilwoman. He's appointed to complete her term. He matches wits with the mayor, Kate Mulgrew, and his inherited assistant, Corrine Boer. Taylor Nichols, George Weiner, and Romy Walthall round out the cast, with the last playing a prostitute that Jim hires as his secretary. We covered Corrine Burr on episode 122 for ER, not the drama but the earlier sitcom, although George Clooney was on both, and George Weiner on episode 146 for She's the Sheriff. James Garner had a troubled childhood in Oklahoma. His father remarried multiple times and there was some abuse. Garner joined the Merchant Marines at age 16, near the end of World War II. His father had already relocated, and he got some modeling work while attending Hollywood High School. He soon quit and moved back to Oklahoma, but never finished high school. He enlisted in the National Guard and went to Korea as an infantryman, earning two Purple Hearts. After Garner returned, a friend persuaded him to take a non-speaking role in Broadway's The Kane Mutiny Court-Martial, starring Henry Fonda. This led to commercial work and almost the lead on TV's Cheyenne. Reportedly, the producer couldn't get in touch with Garner in time. Some guest spots and a few film roles followed, and then came Maverick. 
The show was a hit, running for five seasons. In order to make a tight production schedule, a second Maverick brother was added, played by Jack Kelly, and they would alternate episodes. Garner left after three seasons, replaced by a Maverick cousin, played by Roger Moore, and a third brother, played by Robert Colbert. Garner returned to films, Darby's Rangers, The Children's Hour, The Great Escape, Move Over Darling, Grand Prix, Support Your Local Sheriff slash Gunfighter, before making another run at TV on Nichols. And then came The Rockford Files, from the same creator slash writer as Maverick. It ran for six seasons, plus a number of TV movies and reboots. The show won five Emmys, one for Garner's performance. The show only ended because Garner, who performed his own stunts, was ordered by his doctor to wrap it up. He returned to TV in commercials, specifically for Polaroid, co-starring Mariette Hartley. They bickered throughout, making people think they were actually married. More films, Victor Victoria, Murphy's Romance, and an Oscar nom, The Distinguished Gentleman, Space Cowboys, My Fellow Americans, Divine Secrets of the Yaya Sisterhood, The Notebook, and TV's Space, The God, The Devil, and Bob, doing the voice of God, First Monday, and Eight Simple Rules. He joined the cast after the death of John Ritter. Throughout his career, he won two Emmys out of 15 noms, three Golden Globes out of 12 noms, a Lifetime SAG Award, and four noms, and was added to the Television Hall of Fame. Garner passed in 2014. Kate Mulgrew was born in Iowa. You can find a bust of her most famous character there, more in a moment, and was accepted to the Stella Adler Conservatory of Acting in New York. Her first major role was on soap Ryan's Hope, appearing in 421 episodes. She was also cast as Mrs. Columbo on a misguided attempt to grow the detective's brand. There were films, A Stranger is Watching, Remo Williams' The Adventure Begins, Throw Mama from the Train, and Heartbeat, a medical TV series. She also had a short but memorable run on Cheers. In 1995, she was cast as Captain Catherine Janeway on Star Trek Voyager, replacing Genevieve Bujold, who pulled out after two days due to the grind of TV production. She was the first female lead on a Trek series and continues to pop up in Trek movies, games, and series. She does voice work on Star Trek Prodigy. Other TV work, The Black Donnellys, Mercy, Warehouse 13, NTSFSD SUV, Orange is the New Black, and an Emmy nom, along with three SAG wins, Mr. Mercedes, The First Lady, The Man Who Fell to Earth, Mulgrew also appeared on Broadway in Equus, along with multiple theater shows, winning an Obie along the way. Taylor Nichols has had dozens of TV guest spots, along with regular or recurring roles on Murder, She Wrote, The Mind of the Married Man, and Pen15. Films include Barcelona, Congo, The American President, Jurassic Park 3, The 2014 Godzilla, and Babylon. Romy Walthall appeared in films The House of Usher, Face Off, and TV's Civil Wars, Hotel Malibu, Murder One. She passed in 2021 at the age of 57. Man of the People was not a hit for NBC or James Garner. Only 10 episodes with two more unaired. Garner's character is brash and a schemer. The mayor thinks he can manipulate him, and it doesn't go well for her. He mostly scams people. But if he happens to help his constituents, so much the better. 
Found an episode on YouTube, the opening blues theme shows Garner driving around town waving at the cast. Garner is a natural politician, using his connections to get a bill passed. Pacific Station premiered on NBC on September 15, 1991 at 8.30 p.m. Robert Guillaume returns to TV after his failed eponymous sitcom, episode 158, as a police detective assigned to an eccentric L.A. precinct. Apparently, this is where misfits are sent. His new partner, played by Richard Libertini, just finished psychological treatment. Ron Liebman plays a lech and brown noser, There's also a female detective, Megan Gallagher, who presumably had issues we would have seen had the series lasted longer. Joel Murray plays an incompetent captain, and John Hancock, a pompous deputy commissioner. Various crazies from Venice Beach come through in a similar motif to Bernie Miller. We covered Robert Guillaume on episode 98 for Benson, Richard Libertini on episode 152 for Family Man, Megan Gallagher on episode 148 for the Slap Maxwell story, and Joel Murray on episode 164 for Grand. Ron Lehman was in The Compass Players, a predecessor to The Second City, and then moved on to the actor's studio. He made it to Broadway, We Bombed in New Haven, Theater World and Drama Desk Wins, Transfers, Drama Desk Win, I Oughta Be in Pictures, Doubles, Rumors, and Angels in America winning Tony and Drama Desk Awards. Films include Where's Papa, Slaughterhouse-Five, Wontontan the Dog It Saved Hollywood, Norma Ray, Zorro the Gay Blade, Rhinestone, Autofocus, Garden State. He created, produced, and starred in detective series Kaz, winning an Emmy for the role, although the series only lasted a year. He was in a number of TV movies, along with CPW, Holding the Baby, Friends, playing Rachel's dad, and his final role doing voice work on Archer, alongside his wife, Jessica Walter. Lehman passed in 2019. John Hancock was a longtime character actor, generally playing authority figures. Films include Foul Play, the 1979 In-Laws, Airplane 2, Deal of the Century, The Bonfire of the Vanities, and TV's Hardcastle and McCormick, Houston Nights, Family Ties, L.A. Law, and Love and War. He passed away during that series in 1992. As noted, Pacific Station was not a hit, running 10 episodes with three more never aired. The show was quickly put in hiatus, but didn't know better when it returned. I found an episode online, a cover of Rescue Me is the show's theme. Guillaume's character is standoffish, basically the same character he usually plays. Libertini acts as a faux therapist. We get the standard cop trope of being obsessed over an old case. The humor is meh, including a joke about cops and donuts. In our next episode, another TV milestone. Here's a hint. (laughs) Announcer Bot, how can the folks find us online? Go to sfpodcastnetwork.com to get the feed, other SF podcasts, and blogs. Subscribe via your favorite podcast catcher and leave us a review. 
You can email sfpodcastnetwork at gmail.com. Like us at facebook.com slash sfppn. Follow us on Twitter at sfppn. Check out Instagram at sfpodnetwork. Call us at 614-321-9737. That's 614-321-9SFP. Back to you, Mark. Well, I'm filing this episode in the archive. Tune in next time.